Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and we're delighted to be back with the Norway Betting Podcast. We're joined by Craig and David. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Good to yeah. be back. Yeah, good to be back. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, international break and you managed to get away for a couple of days. David, as well, how did uh, how's it been being a Scotsman in Norway after we mugged <laughs> the Norwegians for three points? Yeah, I mean, what a night. What a night for Scotland. Um two late goals. I can't remember Scotland ever scoring two late goals to win a game um, like that. But yeah, just brilliant, brilliant. Going, going into work the next day, going and I went down and watched the football just with my Scotland strip on just to make sure people David, were... is, it, is it true that you went to work with your face painted? Is that, <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was, it was uh, I mean, there's not a lot. It's actually, my work's not full of football fans, so there wasn't a lot that cared. But um, yeah, I made sure I went to the watch. The, watch the, I went to watch my, my local team in my Scotland strip on, so that was uh, that was good. Please tell me you used the hell of a beaten quote at least once. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. Have, they probably wouldn't understand me if I started. Uh, Shame on you. Too Shame on you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for the international break, there's been no uh, action, top flight action, and at least to Siren um, for a couple of weeks. So we'll get stuck into that shortly. David, perhaps you can give us a wee update on how things are shaping up in Elite Siren. Gleamed ten points clear, um, and probably one of the talking points, certainly this side of the water, has been manager uh, Kiel Newton. Uh, strongly linked with both Ajax and Celtic, uh, but he's still glimped it for the time being. Still there, yeah. Um, they're flying 31 points from 11 games, just the one, it's the two drop points, which was a draw against Bran. 10 points clear. I, I can't see, I can't see anything other than winning the league from from here. Um, the way they're playing, um, Knutson's still there, and and the talks kind of died down a little bit with Ajax, I think. So I think if he was going to go there, he would have gone. Um, already so yeah interesting that he's still hanging about there is a lot of players leaving from everywhere it seems it's a bit of a yeah first of july is the 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 transfer window opens in the rest of europe and a lot of players are seem to be out Oden Tiago home signed for celtic today from volleringer um yeah what can you tell us about him yeah very tidy footballer midfielder um it's a trondheim boy kind of Expected that Rosenberg would have picked him up, but they they missed out on him when he was young, and he went to Vollering instead. And um, yeah, he's been an important part of their team. Tidy, tidy passer, good dribbler, um, plenty of potential at 20 years old. Um, but yeah, him, Bettlesen from Bodeglimps has been heavily linked with Club Bruges um, for around 10, 11 million euros, which is going to be a huge transfer if that comes off, which is pretty likely. Um, there's also been uh, Akor Adams, one of the top scorers in the league mm-hmm. from Lillestrom. He's been linked away to France. Um, Matthijs Rasmussen from Brann. He's been linked away to Belgium with uh, Union Saint-Gilles. Connor Wallem at Odds been linked away to Slavia Prague. So, yeah, it's an absolute exodus from Norway, as usual. So, interesting to see how teams get on. It looks like this weekend will be the kind of last weekend before quite a few players leave. And just out of curiosity, David, is that something that Norwegian football tries to sell itself on? It does seem like a fairly prosperous stepping stone for a lot of yeah, young players. It feels like it's it's becoming more and more. I think when we started a few years ago uh, on here and I started following the football maybe three four years ago now, it wasn't 
even happening nearly as much then. I just feel yeah. like the, the progress of Gleams yeah. in Europe, Molden in Europe as well, has just put a little bit of a light on um, on the Norwegian League. And I think as well it helps with Odegaard and, and Holland becoming yeah. so successful. Teams just automatically look to Norway now to see if there's any more gems there. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that seems to be happening more and more. Yeah. Um, in terms of defending champions, David Mulder, 15 points behind, looking a long way for them to catch up in Bodo Glimt now. Yeah, and they lost again last time out three weeks or two weeks ago at Odd. They lost 1 0. They absolutely battered Odd. Um, oh, don't and... David Dorr, I'm still. I'm still yeah, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely battered them. Um, just couldn't score, and then Odd scored relatively late in the second half and yeah just um one of those days for Molden it seems to be one of those seasons where they just just can't quite get going I still think they'll finish second mm. um they're only five points behind Brand considering how poor they've been um I still think they'll finish second but yeah uh, they've got no chance of catching Glimt as it stands it's Brand and Tromsø who are trying to keep up with Glimp to second and third in the table. Yeah, I mean, Tromsø, Tromsø are doing brilliant. Three wins in a row now. Um, to be fair, I'm pretty sure they'll drop off. They've got a goal difference of plus four, um, and they've only lost twice. So I think I think a lot of their wins are by one goal. Certainly the last, the last four wins are all by one goal. Um, and yeah, I, I can't see them staying there. I think Brand will stay there. I think Brand will stay in the top three this year. I just think um, they, they've got a really good season, a really good team going. Um, Bordfina, who's been absolutely smashing it for Brand this year, he just got his first international cap um, at the weekend against um, Cyprus. So yeah, that was good for him. But yeah, I think Brand will, Brand will finish top three. I think it'll be a glimpse to Brand and Molde by the end of the season. But uh, yeah. Gleams are gone. We just need to, to concentrate on the <laughs> other rest of them, I think. Yeah, I think we're, what, 11 games into the season, Greg, and it's already looking like a, a bit of a formality at the top. Yeah, it's a real shame. Obviously, match day 12 this weekend, there's only six games, I think. And I think that's David down to the under-21 yeah, championships. Yeah, the under-21 so. Euros are on, and Norway are yeah. playing, and basically anyone who's got a player there was allowed was allowed to call the game off if they wanted um, and some of the teams took the option up. Yeah, so six games this weekend. I must I must admit, I think it's a very tricky card this weekend. I'm not a massive fan of weighing in heavily after an international break. It really just, does just disrupt things, I think, sometimes. Uh, teams have got a couple of weeks rest. There's people away on international duty, players coming back from injury. So uh, I probably advise caution um, this weekend in the elite Azerian. Obus Ligan's been a much better league, I think, for us in terms of backing this season. And obviously, we've had some really good success with the lower leagues uh, as well. So it is a tricky card this weekend. N- nothing from me yet in the elite Azerian on, on the channel, but I do have a few vets from the Obus Ligan and we'll have loads, as usual, from the lower leagues. Yeah, we'll run through those elite Azerian games. As you say, we've got a few in Obus Ligan and uh, yeah, we want to talk about the leagues before we finish and the, the amount of goals that have been scored down there. Uh, so let's get started. We've got a game uh, on Saturday, David, it's V-King v Bran, uh, fourth v second, actually, uh, and two of the most prolific teams in the league so far, uh, both scoring 23 goals in V-King's games, averaging the highest goals per game on average. Yeah, yeah, this is going to, this is set up to be a really, really good game on Saturday night. It's this kind of West Coast derby uh, down in the southwest corner of Norway. Um Two big city clubs, and I think it should be a cracker. Um, two teams, as you say, attacking, 
full of attacking intent, no intention to sit back and defend. And I think what we'll get is is a bit of a shootout, or that's that's the hope. Um, just looking back at Vikings' last games, they, they won 3 1 at Sarpsorg, which was a really good result. They lost 3 4 at home to Malta, lost 5 1 at Glint, uh, beat Odd 3 2, and then beat Sandyford 2 1. So the last five games have all had three or more goals, and yeah, m- usually more than three. Um, and just to look at Brand's last five fixtures as well 2 1 defeat, 4 1 win, 3 1 win, 3 1 win, and a 2 2 last time out against Lelistrum. So it's a game where we're very likely to see goals. The line is set pretty high, um, so I'm not going to outright touch the goals. But I've got a, a wee bet builder that I really like on this one as well. Um, it involves Brand Corners. And yes. Brand are the corner kings pretty much. So their line is set to hit six at Viking, which is a little bit a little bit high just to back in a single for me away from home. Although, having said that, it is something they've done really regularly this season. They've done it in every game bar two. Uh, one of those games they didn't do was they hit five at, at Rosenborg. And the other one was a, was at Bode Gleams. So, yeah, uh, I've got them down to hit five corners in this one, Brand, which is something they've done in the last, um, yeah, the last seven games in a row. And Viking are not immune to conceding corners either they've conceded uh, at least five and in in, at least five and five of the last six games um so i think there's going to be plenty of corners for brand in this one so i've got them down to score five corners and i'm doubling it up with both teams to score um it's happened in each of the last five fixtures for both the teams viking have scored and conceded in um every fixture bar the first two this season so yeah, both teams to score. Brand to hit five or more corners pays five to four or two point two on the decimal point market, and I think that looks like a really good price given how regularly this uh, this happens. Yeah, not a lot to disagree with there. One interesting stat that I kind of stumbled across, David, was that Brand boasts the highest possession stats in the league at sixty four percent higher than Bodo Glimt at the moment. Yeah, they, they they just play really attacking football. They play really similar to Glimt's. Um, I think. Just try and dominate the ball, but I'd say they press a little bit more than both the teams, so they win the back the ball back a little bit quicker. And I think that's probably what makes them uh, slightly higher in the overall possession. Yeah, in terms of corners, Greg Brown right up there. Well, they are. I think we said at the start of the season they'll have a, a good campaign, and they're very much having a great campaign so far, and lead the way on on the corners front. I think I, I agree with David here. I think we will see goals. The line is set quite high. Even the Asian line is set at over three and three and a half. And that's only nine to ten. So I like David's angle here on getting on side corners and on and goals in this match. I think also first half corners for Bran away from home to get three is almost even money. And that certainly appeals to hit such a low line away from home. Yeah. So that's always an angle as well to look at. They're nine to four to get over 3.5 first half corners. So I don't think they'll hit seven or eight in this match, but as David said, they've hit five or six on a regular basis. And I really like the look at that over 2.5 at 20 to 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So David, your bet is both teams to score and over, is it over four corners? Over four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. For, for Brand, Brand which pays around the, what, five to four, six to five yeah. mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another game where you fancy 
goals and corners combination is at Rosenborg, who play Sarpsborg. And again, it's shaping up to be another kind of relatively disappointing season for Rosenborg. Yeah, so, so we should should touch on the, the two sackings that have happened in the latest season in this uh, international break. Rosenborg are one of them. Um, Sheffield Richter has lost his job. And uh, so they've got a caretaker manager in to to look after the team currently. Um, the other one is Volleringer. So Fagamo has lost his job as well at Volleringer. Two big city teams that are really struggling so far this year. So I think it was about time, to be honest. Two kind of older school managers that, um, yeah, I think it was maybe about time that they got a new face in to try and turn the fortunes around. So, yeah, Rosenberg this week... Um, I'm expecting them to play much more attacking football. I think they might return to a 4-3-3, which is something that's kind of tradition in Trondheim. Uh, in Trindelag, the whole kind of community plays a 4-3-3. It's almost like the whole um, the whole area set up to try and produce players for Rosenborg. But they've kind of gone away from that recently with Regdal. And yeah, expecting to, to go back to that and play super attacking this weekend. And who better to do it against than Sarpsburg, who also plays super attacking football. So I think it's going to be another cracking game. I think it's the pick of the games on, on Sunday, um, 4 o'clock uh, UK time, I believe. Yeah. And I think we're going to see goals in it. Rosenborg's games have had goals recently anyway. Um, even before the manager changed, there was four in a 2-2 draw. They scored four last home game against Hamcam. There was four in the game before that against Brann. Uh, they had a 1-0 win, and then before that there was a 3-2 defeat and another 3-1 defeat. So there's been plenty of goals. Goals haven't been so much the issue, more so than just winning games. Sarpsborg, for their for themselves, they've been involved in 3-1, 2-1, 3-1, 2-1 and 2-1 in their last five games. So it's so another game I think we'll see, see plenty of goals. So over two and a half. Again, the line is set a little bit low, so over two and a half goals is 1.61. Um but if you double it up with over seven and a half match corners, it pays even money. And and in a game which I think both teams will be attacking, I'm pretty sure we'll see at least eight corners. Um, Rosenberg's home games so far have not really been corner fests. But as I say, I just get the feeling that the new manager or the new caretaker will, will be kind of forced to play attacking football. Uh, this, this weekend... Um, as for Sarpsborg and their matches, there has been at least eight corners in all of the games bar the first two this season. So, yeah, the last eight in a row, there's been at least eight corners. And to be honest, a lot more than that. There's been um, 10, 18, 13, 12, um, 19, 17. So, yeah, there's been a lot of corners in Sarpsborg's games. So, I think I'm pretty, pretty sure we'll see a lot of corners in this one. So, over seven and a half is pretty conservative, to be honest. But I do think we'll definitely see the goals uh, coming in at um, Lerfendale this weekend. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the squad respond to Rekdal going. Just looking at the, they've gone quite through quite a few managers recently, David, which probably tells its own story. Yeah, I think it does. I think there's a lot. There's a. There's not just the manager that's the issue. Clearly, there's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, they had Eric Hornerland, who's doing so well for Brand right now, um, and yeah, they've had a they've had about four different managers in the last four years. I guess maybe even five. Um, yeah, Rickdale was brought in at the start of last season um, after a good year getting Hamcam promoted. And he's got a good history. He won the league with Wallerenga back in the early 2000s. So, yeah, but it's just not worked. He's just been a little bit too defensive and, and just just not really 
yeah, just not really doing what the fans at Rosenborg want, basically, which is attacking football. And, yeah, I think it was time for a change, just given how poorly they started the season. Yeah. Greg, any thoughts on this one? No, I'm, I'm with David here. I think goals is a great shout. And I think even just back in the over 2.5 goals double in this match, in the in, in, the, in the last game, it's, it's probably quite a good shout as well. Mm. But I think, as David said, Connor's playing a great shout too here. And in games where you're not getting, <coughs> I guess, any value on the singles line, um, that's what the bet builder's there for. And I think a goals and Connor's bet builder is a, is a good way to go. Yeah. Um, next game I want to look at, Greg, is Tromso v Stabak. Um, most people will probably look at that early to see in table, see Tromso in third. Anyone who listens to the podcast will know that they're usually pretty strong at home, but actually this season they've been better on the road. They have. Quite remarkable, really. I think over the last few seasons at home, they've probably had the best home form in the league outside of probably, obviously, Bode Glimt and Moda. Uh, but away from home this year, they've done really well. I don't think they can believe that they're sitting third in the league. They've got a game in hand as well um, over Brand, so they could essentially go into second place at some point um, if they win that game in hand, which would be remarkable, really. Um, you'd probably have Tromso sitting with the table, probably, and that's probably based on their home form. But, yeah, at home, they haven't been as solid this year as they have been over the last couple of seasons, and they're 21-20 to 20 to win this one. Um, I guess the old cliche would go, no result would surprise you here. Well, well maybe ask David. <laughs> any, <laughs> any reason why we shouldn't be back in... Yeah, I mean, I, as I said, I've just checked the, the, all the results. They've had six wins this season. All six wins have been by one goal. Mm. Um, it's not exactly... It's, it's really difficult to back a team who's kind of sneaking games, I think. like, And Stabak, to be fair to them, I've... I've had a good start to the season as well. I don't think um, the proved there are no pushovers coming up as well with Bran. They're sitting in eighth. Um, they've been they've been tough to beat. They've um, they've lost three, drawn three, one four, and although their home form is is more where they've they've been doing their damage. And if you if you look at their away form, they've not been. Yeah, they've struggled on the road, just one win, but that, that was at Molde. And to be fair, they've played at Gleam, they've played at Brand, they've played at Lillestrom. Because yeah. I was looking yeah. at the, goal, the goals that they've conceded, four at Gleam, four at Brand, three at Lillestrom, conceded two, and that, that win at Molde. But that's yeah. that's four tough away games. It is. It is tough away games. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Greg. I don't think any result would surprise me. I can understand that Thompson looks a bit enticing at um, 21 to 20, given how. Yeah, how well they're doing in the league. I just, I just advise caution given how all six of the wins have been by one goal. Mm. Okay, probably best left alone then, uh, despite the appeal of that price on Tromsø. Uh, Molde at home to Haugus and David, as we said, it's just not clicking for Molde just yet. Uh, interestingly, I noticed on my little stat pack that they have the highest expected goals in the latest season, this season at 23.1, uh, and they've actually scored 24, so... I don't know if that's a if that's a good start or a bad start for them. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They 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 seem to they seem to have clicked potentially, maybe with a couple of good wins and uh, Viking, and then I think they they hammered Sandefjord as well, and I thought uh, maybe maybe it will come good, and then they went to odd, and oh, I mean they absolutely battered odd. I can't I can't like. <laughs> explain it anymore I think they had yeah their XG was 2.1 uh, 
um, and then odds odds was just just above one, and they lost one nil. Another kind of classic um, whilst Leopold Wildstead performance in goals for odds. I think there was yeah six big chances missed according to Fault Mob, which isn't ideal. He would say. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think they'll batter Haugesund this weekend. I think they'll be too good for Haugesund. Haugesund. Um, got a really important win over Sandefjord last time out after what was a really, really big win at Strum Scott as well. So they've had two huge wins uh, to not uh, to get them out of what was, I think they were in 15th place and now they're up to 11th. Um, so they'll be a little bit more confident, but I just, I think, Mould at home, like Mould's home form's pretty solid now. I think it's fair to say, like, they, they had that bad defeat against Stabak, but... Um, since then, they beat Sandefjord 5-0 and um, they also beat Thrums Godset 3-2, but it was more comfortable than that. They beat Ollison 3-0 as well. So I think at home, Mulder shouldn't have any problem um, against the Haugesund team who yeah, struggle on the road. Uh, apart from that win last time, the, la- the win against Thrums Godset last time was the first time they've scored away from home this season. So yeah, I can see Mulder, Mulder dominating this one. And that'll probably be relevant as well on the, on the corner count. You'd expect Mulder to win this match by seven or eight or nine corners, probably, given how they performed this season so far on the corners front. As David said, they'll probably have a lot of the ball and they'll dominate this match. Not a massive fan of handicap betting in the corners, but I think minus six is just above even money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that's not a bad shout actually. Uh, consider Mulder what two eleven to win the game. Yeah. Uh, Glimt are away to Strum's God set in the the later kickoff on Sunday. Uh, they're actually one to two. Interestingly, Greg Green have scored two plus in all of their matches so far, and uh, yeah, probably likely to score another couple tonight. Uh, sorry, Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, you imagine so. Obviously, one to two to win the match, which is obviously a, a, a bit a bit short. Um, but yeah, they'll obviously have their backers ten points clear, and the Storms God say not had the greatest of starts. They're probably quite lucky there's quite a few sides in the league that haven't had a great start either, so um, they should be okay. But yeah, they're sitting in 12th and they're only, what, two points outside of the kind of relegation playoff spot. So not not expecting much from them in this game. And you'd imagine it'll be a, a routine away win here. Yeah, and David Pellegrino continuing to score goals. He's now up to 12. He's got five assists and well on his way to play the, of the year, I would imagine, in early to zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. He's... Um... Again, just proving to be the man who finds goals for Glint. Um And I think what makes them so good this year is that they've also got um, other players who are chipping in. I think Faris has started to chip in with goals. Grimback from midfield has chipped in with a few. And Mvuka has been excellent at right wing. So just just, just on Mvuka, this is his last game this weekend as well. He signed for Lorient in the winter and was loaned back until the summer. So this is his last game. So Nvuka will be finished after here. Vettelsen could well be finished as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, interesting to see what they do. They've, they've had a Nino Zagelges. They signed him last winter, I think. Um, a young Slovenian, I think he is. Um, and he's starting to look as if he could be the one that replaces Nvuka on the right wing and then we just need to see what happens. I think they might I think they might go in for someone um given that they're gonna make so much money off of it, listen. Yeah, and I guess their um recruitment has probably been key to their success recently. You know, they just seem to have this conveyor belt of, of players that is they will bring through at Glimt. 
Yeah, and Vuka was a, a real good example. We signed him from um, Oberstleague, and I think it was Orsana, or maybe Frederikstad. Yeah, maybe Frederikstad they signed him from. And yeah, he, he's just, just become a really good player quickly. Got himself a move. Vertlesen, the same time from Starback, making a fortune off him. Faris, the same from Christiansund in the winter there. He looks as already like he could be one that could be kind of the next... If he, if he scores a lot of goals this year, he could definitely earn himself a move. He's got the physique um, and the stature to become a, a striker at a better level. So I mm-hmm. think, yeah, I think the, the recruitment has just been spot on um, yeah. of late. Yeah. Um, any angles in this one? I see the, the gleamed one combined with uh, two or more gleamed goals, pays 8 to 13. It's a wee bit short, but yeah. it might be as good an angle as It's a wee bit any. short. I think um, I'd probably have gleamed him uh, in an ACA this weekend mm-hmm. at one to, at one to two. I think, the, I think it's a fair, very fair price. I think they'll be too good for God's sake. Yeah. Okay. Just leaves us Hamcam v Odd on Sunday. David uh, Hamcam got off to a good start in the season, but now one less than seven, just one point from the last twenty-one available. Odd <laughs> stats are very odd, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, just just eight goals scored this season, but it's won them thirteen points, and they've actually got the most clean sheets in the late the season with six this uh, season so far. Yeah, I think. Uh... The style of play has obviously been quite defensive. Um, they have got the best keeper for me uh, in the league now. Leopold Wilstead, he has been linked away, which is mm. not surprising. Um, I can't remember who, I think it was a French team I read that was that was potentially interested in him. I can't remember exactly, but not surprising. He's only 23 years old and he's been absolutely outstanding for, for Odd again this year. Yeah, as you say, eight goals scored. So scoring is an issue. They beat Molde 1-0 last time out, which is obviously the the scoreline they've been going for this year. Um, they had a strange defeat to Sandefjord in the last away game, 4-1, um, which is a bit of a red flag. But Hamcam, as you say, really, really struggling. They've conceded 26 goals. The last two games, they've lost 4-0 and 3-0. Okay, against... Bode Glimt in, in uh, Rosenborg, but they lost against Wallering a 3 0. And I just think, yeah, I think they look really poor right now, Ham Cam. I can see this being a low scoring game, obviously, because of odd. Um, and Ham Cam are quite, I think Ham Cam are probably lacking a lot of confidence just now and will probably go back to a kind of defensive outlook to try and sneak some results. So I can see this being a bit of a low scoring one and probably. Probably want to just catch on the highlights afterwards. Yeah, another one to one, possibly for all. Yeah, the I thought it was a good price at two to one, given that they're they're more likely to sneak a win than Hamkin. I would have said. Yeah, and fairly impressive wins. Uh, one against Brand, one against Molda, yeah. and and at Tromso. So yeah, that two to one doesn't look too bad a price, Greg. No, it's really good, and there's potential double there with odd double chance. And with mm. a glimpse, I think it's probably quite a nice angle. Yeah, it'll, it'll pay evens. I think the two to one's a decent price for Odd. Yeah, it's not a bad show at just, all. Just before we move on 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 the latest season, I just wanted to to um, I know Greg's a massive corners fan on, on team corners, but Haugesund are even money to hit three at Molde this weekend, and um, Haugesund have been a good corner team uh, in the past. They've hit seven, six, three, two, and six in all in their five away games so far this season. That includes trips to Brand where they hit seven. Rosenborg is the only one that they didn't manage to hit three, so I do wonder if that's maybe a wee team corner angle that Greg might be interested in. I know he enjoys a th- team to hit three. Oh, I really do. I really do, as you know. But I think for me, I think Molda will just dominate this match. 
and I don't think Hugerson will have much of the ball. And I know that's the case in a lot of games where Mora are at home, but I think they won nine nil or ten nil last time out in their last game at home on the corner front. But yeah, three corners at evens is still a it's still a very attractive place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and just just on that corners, Greg, just looking at the the corners table, interesting to see Troms right at the foot of that table, just two point nine corners on average, despite the fact they're sitting third in the table. Yeah, they're, they're not got much of the ball. They're not scoring many goals, but they are, I guess, a sneak is not probably the, the right word to use, but they have collected a lot of points in games where they probably shouldn't have. Yeah, let's just say they're efficient. Very efficient. <laughs> Very efficient. OK, let's have a look at Obus League and Greg, and I know you've got a couple for us in here, particularly on the goals front. First one we'll have a look at is uh, Start v Yev. Uh, start probably been the most entertaining side in Obus League so far this season. 47 goals in their 12 games so far. Oh, they have. Been absolutely sensational start um, this season for, on the goal front. Obviously, the league's highest scorers, but alarmingly for them, they've got the second worst defensive record. Yeah. Conceded 21 goals. Um, they've, they've shipped two or more goals now in eight of their last 11 games, which is ridiculous. Only Shide have conceded more at 27. So for them to pick up points... They're having to score three goals a game mm. to pick up pick up points, and that can't that can't continue. So they'll be disappointed to have slipped down to eight. They are seven points behind Kongsvinger here top um, in, in this league. It's a very tight league again at the moment. There's probably only what six points separating seven sides, and I've really enjoyed the Obus League in this year, probably more so than I have the Elite Azerian so far. I think we've done pretty well in the Obus League and we're starting to get a good handle on it. But this match here tonight, a rare Friday night Obus League match tonight at six. Yeah. Yep. Um, start the Yerv. Yerv themselves, after being relegated last season, did not adapt to life in the second tier at all. Um, really struggled. Just two wins from their first nine games. But they're unbeaten in six now. They've won their last three games. And I think both sides here um, will contribute to the goal front. Looking at start, I think. All 11 start matches, or 12, so 11 of 12 have seen over 2.5 goals. There's been nine of their games over 3.5 goals, and both teams to score in, I think, 10 of their 12 matches. And I think you yeah, are very similar. They've seen a lot of goals in their games as well. So over 2.5 goals, obviously, is very short. But I think, as we've probably backed quite a lot this season in start matches, you just can't not back the Asian line over three and that pays 20 to 21. So at the moment, if there's three goals scored in the game, money back, but over 3.5 goals in this game pays just a shade below evens. And I think that's worth backing on two teams who defensively are pretty poor, but in attack, more than likely will get on the score sheet. Yeah, plenty of stats to back that one up, David. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I've just been goal machines this year both at both ends sadly for them but yeah I think it should be a good game and I think temperatures have dropped in Norway uh, today so it should make for a, a good Friday night game Yeah Greg you mentioned Shide there they are away to Rowforce and that's another team where you think there might be goals for Yeah well two struggling sides here I think we said at the start of the season we'd expect Shide and Brunner to struggle and they, they are they occupy two th- the bottom three places. I think it's just one winning eight now for Shine. And again, they've shipped two or more goals in six of the last eight games. So really struggling. Rowfoss, really disappointing season for them as well. Really disappointing. They have only lost one of the five matches at home, but they have started to see signs of improvement 
over the last few weeks. They beat Grorud in the Cup. They got a really good draw against Frederikstad, won all. They hammered me on Darwin 4-0, which was a really surprising result in the Cup. And they narrowly lost 1-0 at an improving year of last time out. So I just think we're home, we're home form. They've won nine of the last 13 matches against Scheid. And they're just a shade below evens to win the game. But in this league, as we see, there's lots of two alls, three twos, and I'm more than happy to back Roy Foss to score two goals in this match at 17-20. Yeah. Uh, hard to tell what's going to happen at the bottom of that table, to be honest, David. Yeah, I think like a few teams started the season well and have started to drop. Um, like Hood, um, Moss, potentially, as well. The two promoted teams, they seem to start well when they've started dropping. Osana started the season awfully. They've not really picked up. <laughs> to be honest, they did win their last fixture, which was against Brina, who have also started the season awfully. Yeah. So I think you've got you've got I mean the bottom three at the moment, Osana Shide and Brina are poor. You've also got Rifos who have not started the season well as Greg mentioned. And then I think you've got Hood and Moss who are kinda of starting maybe to drop a little bit. So yeah, it's um it's, it's difficult to say who's gonna who's gonna be down the bottom, but I think Shide and Brina could definitely be two that stay down there. Yeah. Well, what I would say is at, at the top end of the table, Frederikstad have had a great campaign so far. They're just two points off the top. They're unbeaten, but they've only scored twelve goals. They're twelve mm-hmm. games. And uh, but defensively though, they've been absolutely solid. Six goals conceded this season. So just uh, either caution and backing Frederikstad matches for goals. Um, don't do it. Yeah, uh, seven draws for Frederikstad, uh, which you say unbeaten, which isn't bad going in such a competitive league, I guess. Uh, David, you mentioned Osana, they host Christian Sund. Uh, Osana, bottom of the table, Christian Sund, third in the table. Um, and you've identified the fact it's even money for Christian Sund, which looks pretty decent. Yeah, I think there's two away teams this, this game week um, who look like really good prices. Kongsfinger's one of them. Um, five wins in a row for Kongsvinger. They they travel to Moss, and the only worry for that one is Moss are by far better home than they are away. Um, and Moss have won all, f- they've won all their four wins have all come at home. Um, they've only picked up three points in the road, so they've been doing most of the damage at home. That's why I'm just a bit wary of Kongsvinger, who are definitely better home as well. Um, but but Christian soon, as you say, they travel to Osana. Osana are, yeah, Osana are really. Really, really struggling. Um, I just think Christians would have picked up massively since they, I think at the start of the season they, they were just a bit, yeah, the drop maybe maybe got to their system, but they seem to have shaken that off now and they've started claiming the league and I can see them definitely getting promoted now. And I think just going to Osana is a game that they should win. Osana, five home games, three defeats, two draws. So their home form is really, really poor. Christensen's away for isn't great, but they've just got a much better squad than Osana. So I think even money um, going there just looks like a really good price. Yeah, as a standout. And as you say, Kongsvinger one stood out as well. But uh, as you filled us in, Moss's home record uh, does make a wee bit wary on that price. Um, Greg, anything else in Obus League standing out for you this weekend? Yeah, I did have a look at this match, the Christensen game. As David said, their away form's not the, not the best. They've only won one of their five away matches, Christiansen, and they have lost a goal in each of their five away games. So the likelihood is here, even against Osana, they might have to score two goals in this match. 
And there's quite a disparity in the prices, though, between Christensen to win the match at evens and Christensen to score two. I think in the last check, you were only getting four to five, um, four to six in some places on Christensen to score two. So I'd much rather be on a site to score two goals in this league rather than mm. win the match. But that said, I do agree with David that even money, Christensen have got a superior team to Osana and should get the job done here. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for you, David? Uh, nothing in Boston. Nah. No. Okay. Greg, let's have a look at these lower league games and you were waxing lyrical about the amount of goals last weekend. Oh, it was ridiculous last weekend. I think Division 3, Group 5, I think both David and I put a tweet out to say there's been a million goals scored <laughs> in the six games, but there was a 5-6, an 8-0 and a 9-0 in Group 5. <laughs> when you look through the results from last weekend, there was cricket scores everywhere. There was four alls, four twos, four threes, lots of hammerings. Um, obviously, the lower leagues in Norway are fantastic for goals. There's so many matches. There's so many matches across Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It, it probably takes up more of my time now than it does looking through the Obus League and, and the Late Azerian. But I think team news is crucial. We had some absolute diamonds last weekend. Following a two at home. Managed to get some team news close to kick-off. They had five 16-year-olds playing and three 17-year-olds playing against, I think it was Fram they were playing against, and they, they got battered 5-1. And there's a few other scenarios like that last weekend. So that's probably the benefit of being on the channel, that you're going to get some insight very close to kick-off once we get team news. But again, there's a very busy card this weekend. I think there's 13 B-sides in action on Monday. There's a whole host of matches Sunday, and again, there's 20-odd games on Saturday. So it is quite difficult to look through every match. Obviously, we factor in distance, we factor in when the first team are playing. So all, all that needs to be taken into account. But some of the team new stuff's been really good. Um, and I think the, the rule of thumb would be, if you can, if you're getting evens or roundabout evens for at least two first half goals, just back it. Just, just back yeah. it. No matter what it is, just back it. Yeah, <laughs> not, not a huge amount of science towards it, is there? <laughs> no, no I just there's so many goals. And I think... The goal line set high in a lot of these games. So mm-hmm. You're not getting many games where you can back a single and over 3.5, but yeah. you probably have to do over 3.5 doubles, probably. I'm not a massive fan of backing over 4.5. And I said on the, on the channel this week, sometimes you have to be brave in Norway. And there are lots of goals, but you're getting much better value, in my opinion, for at least two first half goals. And you're, sometimes you're getting five to six, four to five, sometimes even money. I think last Saturday we got 13 to eight on Frederikstad 2 uh, for over 1.5 first half goals in that game. And that was shared in the channel. Uh, and that was shared in the channel as a mistake, David, yeah. And it, it landed after half an hour in yeah. that match. So that's the stuff we're looking at. And there's so many games to look at, but you, you really can't go wrong with goals. It's the just a case of picking the right ones. Yeah, need a wee bit of luck in there as well. Yes. Um, yeah, anything catching the eye, David, in terms of the lower leagues this weekend? I've not had much time to look at it yet, but I mean, yeah, that, that Norwich in Division 3 Group 5 was uh, an absolute gold mine last week, so I'll probably have a look in there again. I think you've got, yeah. I think with the third division, you've got teams who are very, very strong, sort of almost professional, and then teams who are just kind of maybe being promoted and they're much more suited to the level below so there's just a huge golfing class and then obviously you've got the second teams as well which adds an extra extra layer so yeah it's, it's a very interesting league and a, a tough one to price I would imagine for the, the bookies which we've found Yeah it just makes me hanker I suppose Greg for a wee trip to Norway and a wee weekend full of 
Norway Division 3 Group 5 games to take in. Well, our geography is getting very good now in Norway. We know where a lot of these sides are. We know the distance between the sides. Obviously, there's a lot of clubs in Dave's neck of the woods. So, kind of Group 5, Group 6 in the north of the country. But obviously, there's loads of country, loads of sides down near the capital. So, um, no, I'm really enjoying the lower leagues this season in Norway. But it is a lot of work. Um, and if anyone's got any gems they want to share, uh, please get in touch with David and I on, on, on Twitter. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, I think that's covered most things for this weekend. Can you guys just give us a wee recap of your bets this weekend? Start with you, Craig. Yeah, just two bets so far from the Obus League, and I will have other bets shared from the Obus League and the lower leagues. And I'm taking tonight's match, start versus Jerv, and over 3.0 Asian goals at 20 to 21 with bet 365. And on Sunday, Royfoss at home to Shide, and I'm taking over 1.5 Royfoss goals at 17 to 20. Okay, and David? Yeah, um, starting on Saturday in Elite Serien, I'm taking Brand to hit five or more corners and both teams to score in the Viking versus Brand game. And on Sunday, I'm looking at Rosenborg and Sarpsburg game, also a little bit builder. That's over two and a half match goals and over seven and a half match corners. That's uh, 2.0. And um, finally, Christian Sund away at Osana on Sunday, and that's even money. Okay, good stuff. Don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can also find out details of how to join his private Telegram channel if you're not already a member. And you can also follow David on Twitter at dweatherston 11 for some more chat on Norwegian football. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good luck. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.